Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Let's get it on. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. You know, we open the show every day, and I say, it's Monday, and you know what that means. And uh, the funny thing is, at this point in the wrestling world, I have no idea what's going to happen every day when I wake up. We got a lot of stuff to talk about here today. We were not on the air on Sunday, and so we have not even talked about Bray Wyatt yet. Bray Wyatt, the fiend, has been released from WWE. Rick Flair has been released from WWE. Adam Cole's contract expired, and nobody noticed. And, of course, we've got a ton of other news as well, including the uh, Chicago First Dance Show at the United Center. That show is absolutely completely sold out. They put tickets on sale to the public, and they were gone in four minutes. That is the expected debut for AEW of CM Punk. We have New Japan announcing lineups for their next eight Summer Struggle shows. It says here on the front page, the... Most notable items from the reveal are the absences of Okada and Tanahashi. Incorrect. The most notable news is the absence of Kota Ibushi. We still don't know what's going on with Ibushi. He is still not advertised for anything in the foreseeable future. We have a John Moxley match announced for the New Japan show on August 14th. Slammiversary, or not Slammiversary, it was uh, Impact Homecoming, and Impact and SmackDown television reviews. Sasha Banks is back. Show didn't do well on the overnights because they didn't advertise anything except a contract signing and another Usos Mysterios match. We got so much to get into. Back in a moment, Observer Live. The day 
new single from Wendy's made with fresh, never-frozen beef has the power to blow your mind. But now that the Dave single is buy one, get one for a buck, as well as the spicy or classic chicken sandwich and the spicy or crispy 10-piece nuggets, Wendy's BOGO for $1 deal is going to blow your mind and your speakers. Get these faves. BOGO $1 only at Wendy's. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined with combo or any other offer. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855 325 1780. Angie's List is now Angie. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or you're planning your dream renovation, Angie connects you with top local pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, compare quotes, and book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com and for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot htm. For he is limitless. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Yes. Seen a lot of limits on this Keith Lee of late. Anyway, mm-hmm. we got a lot to get into today, everybody. <laughs> we'll see if Mike gets a chance to talk here in this first segment, but we'll, we'll do our best. Let's take bets. Okay, so first off, we did not talk about this because we had no show yesterday, but this from the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. A year full of surprising WWE cuts continued Saturday. Former WWE champion The Fiend Bray Wyatt was released. WWE initially announced the release on Twitter, but then deleted the tweet. A short time later, they tweeted the news again. 
We're going to talk uh, more about this as we talk about every single one of these top news stories here. But, bro, listen, this place is making a lot of money. They're not going out of business anytime soon. They're probably going to sign an even bigger TV deal when this one ends. But, my God, there is so much incompetence in this company. It is stunning, as we shall get to as we get going here. Dave Meltzer reported, Wyatt was told by John Laurinaitis that his release was due to budget cuts. He was preparing to return in August and was booked on some shows. Final appearance was part of a Firefly Funhouse segment on the post-WrestleMania Raw in April. At WrestleMania, Randy Orton defeated him in his first match back after Orton lit him on fire at last December's TLC. <laughs> How ridiculous does all this sound? Wyatt uh... was distracted by Alexa Bliss, who, after being aligned with Wyatt in a storyline, said she no longer needed him. And there's more here. All right, where to begin? First off, first off, I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not. You probably are, because we talked about it. But uh, Bray Wyatt was supposed to win that match at WrestleMania this year. And for whatever reason, the day of the show came. And this was not the only match where plans changed. There were there were a number of them. But uh, he showed up, and uh, they decided uh, Randy's going over with an RKO. And, like, if you followed the feud, which, you know, I fall, I don't blame you if you do. I do as well. It's my great downfall to actually follow the alleged storylines in WWE. But if you followed the feud and followed the storyline... Bray Wyatt losing and being pinned by one RKO in that match, it made absolutely zero sense. So anyway, he lost, and then he did the thing, and then he vanished, okay? So, of course, you know, John Lorditis and Canyon Seaman before he was, we'll get to that guy in a second, before he was released, you know, this is what they're telling everybody. It's budgetary reasons. You know, we've talked about it before. You know, if you decide that you're going to make a talent budget, then you can say budgetary reasons. But if you look at the amount of money that WWE is generating, I mean, they just had an earnings call a couple of days ago. I mean, I guess they figure that the wrestlers, you know, don't pay any attention. They don't need to cut anybody. But they've been cutting people left and right for, quote, budgetary reasons. Apparently, they have a very low budget for talent as they make money hand over fist. So he was told budgetary reasons. Now, I can tell you that Bray Wyatt has been out of action for a while. And there absolutely was a medical issue that had been keeping him out of the ring. Okay? Now... I I heard from multiple people when he was released, and there were certainly people that believed that one of the major factors in his release was the medical issue. John Laurinaitis apparently told him it was due to budgetary reasons. He was scheduled to return, and so I wish I could tell you more, but I can't. You know, everybody immediately, when talking about, uh, you know, Bray Wyatt and everybody that's released from WWE is, oh, when are they coming to AEW? I don't know if the guy's going to AEW. I don't know if he has a medical reason 
where he would not be wrestling anywhere for a while. But there absolutely was a medical reason that was keeping him out of the ring. The fact that he was announced for events, perhaps the medical reason, perhaps it was taken care of, and then the release came out of the blue for the, quote, budgetary reasons. I wish I could tell you more, but I can't. But I can tell you for sure there was a medical reason. Now, I also want to mention that on the Observer Radio Show with Dave, we had a kerfluffle about, uh, you know, large contracts, people with large contracts, all of a sudden being let go. I mentioned that, you know, when when AEW was kicking off, all of a sudden they were signing everybody to big, large contracts. And now, next thing you know, these people are being uh, released. And Dave said, well, you know, there's only a couple of people that had large deals. Listen, when I say large deals, I'm not talking about you know, compared to how much the company is making or what percentage of revenue the talent's getting or if it was over a million dollars. My point was, I can't say everybody, but a large number of people all of a sudden were making double what they were making before when AEW kicked off, okay? Whether it's, I'm sure Buddy Murphy wasn't making a million dollars, I'm sure that I'd have to go over the list of people cut. Well, we just call it the Good Brothers rule. The, good, like, brothers the good Brothers is a great were, example. They were the best example, and they're the example that got released. But so these are should... the examples are not only the people that were making like a huge amount of money. There were people that were not making a huge amount of money, but were suddenly making double what they were making before. And if you have a person who was making two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and all of a sudden because of AEW, they're suddenly making. $500,000, yes, they're not making over a million, but they're making $500,000 to do virtually nothing on television. So my overall point was, amazing how AEW gets kicked off, WWE is all of a sudden throwing money around to everybody, and then two years later, oh, well, now you're making too much money. It ain't a million dollars, but you're making too much money based on what you're doing, and so cut, 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 cut. Bray Wyatt's cut. Braun Strowman's cut. The Good Brothers are cut. It's just one cut after another. This came back to bite people on the ass after they were signed to new deals uh, when AEW was kicking off. So we have a couple of minutes left here. I could keep going. But, Mike, any thoughts on Bray Wyatt being released from WWE? Well, I here's <laughs> with Bray, I, I'm assuming it's a case like uh, Braun Strowman where he can charge $20,000 for an appearance and declare first class plane pain plane tickets and and all that sort of stuff. So I don't know if we're going to be seeing him on the indie scene out and about, but if we do, and no matter where he goes, whether it be in AEW or whatever, when he whenever he comes back, if he decides he wants to come back, I'm ready for Wyndham Rotundo ass kicker who had, like, some of the qualities as the original Bray Wyatt character, a charismatic guy who might be able to lead people in to help do his bidding, get a crew around him, a Kevin Sullivan-like, where he can get some people around him and just go out there and beat people up. And don't, like, run from the fact that your brother is Bo. Don't run from your fact that your father is Mike Rotundo and that your grandfather is Black Jack Mulligan. You're getting a refreshed start. You're the new, you're the new Wyndham Rotundo, and I hope... Maybe something like that. But to me, that's what he needs to do. He needs to, I think, if he gets away from from WWE and he decides he doesn't want to go back at a reduced rate, that 
he goes a complete 180 and goes into another mode that's got nothing to do with the supernatural. It's got nothing to do with any of that past life because he can't be Bray Wyatt anyway. And do you really want to bring that stuff to today? Because unfortunately for him, whether anybody likes it or not, it would start off pretty good and then fizzle out. So why don't we go with a whole new thing? He's a big guy who can kick ass, especially if he goes to AEW where guys are a lot smaller than he is, or at least on average they're smaller than, than he is. I think it could be a fit there if he decides to go there, but it's got to be a different character. When we come back, we will talk about Adam Cole, who is currently still with WWE, but I guess we'll find out what he decides to do. And then uh, Ric Flair, who is no longer with WWE. He asked for and obtained his release. That coming out of the break and so much more Wrestling Observer Live. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. 1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. 
you get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845, that's 800-760-1845. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. We will get to Adam Cole in just a second. A couple of notes here very quickly. So the AEW show at the uh, United Center in Chicago is uh, completely sold out. They had 1,020 tickets left, according to WrestleTix. And they sold all 1,020 in four minutes. The total number of tickets sold via pre-sale and today, 13,654. It's uh, pretty much completely sold out. I suppose they could add some suites, etc. But there is a stage, uh, which of course WWE uses a large stage as well. But I'm sure people won't mention that when they get angry that there aren't 19,000 people in this building. But there you go, 13,654. Raw tonight also sold out. And uh, they have uh, 12,444 tickets out, uh, which in fact includes a stage. Uh, maybe they should take the stage down and sell some more tickets. So uh, that show is sold out. I've been missing all of this discourse. Is this really what people are oh, yeah. used to now? Yeah. Oh, you could get 18,000 people in that uh, United Center. AEW is doing terrible. Oh, my yeah, God. It's crazy. AEW Homecoming on Wednesday. Uh, they have sold 2,000 tickets. There are about 1,000 left over for Daly's Place. And uh, finally, the update, the Arthur Ashe Stadium is uh, currently at 17,000 tickets sold. There are 1,700 tickets left. Uh, that show will also completely sell out. It's going to look wild. It would be very interesting to see what the aesthetics are and how they set everything up and the entrances, all that sort of stuff. That is a it's a different venue, that is for sure. And AEW, uh, during the pandemic, was able to have the incredible luck that their owner of their uh, franchise is the son of the owner of a football franchise who's got an amphitheater right there, which made for some really cool visuals and GCW running outside the last couple of years and just more and more shows like that. You know, the interesting type of buildings and aesthetics that we've seen. And this is going to be another one with Arthur Ashe. It's going to be a very, very interesting, interesting layout for all that. And obviously a packed house. All right. So Adam Cole, this from the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. Adam Cole's contract with the WWE is reportedly set to expire this month. Wrestling Inc. originally reported Cole's contract was said to expire after SummerSlam weekend. Fightful Select further reported Cole's contract was actually back up uh, up back in early July. But he extended the contract, told WWE he would work through SummerSlam weekend. It was said in the Fightful report his contract being up last month was a surprise. So here's the story, everybody. Early July, I think the first week of July, somewhere around there, all of a sudden... Holy smokes, Adam Cole's contract has expired. And so uh, they they began discussions with him. And I have not talked to Adam Cole at any point during any of this. 
But Adam Cole is a super nice guy. And he's been on our show many times. Uh, back before, obviously, he went to WWE. And the one thing you can say about Adam Cole is he is a super nice guy and he's a professional. And so they went to him and they said, listen, can you work through SummerSlam and then we'll go from there? And he said, sure. So at this point, he is with the company through SummerSlam weekend. And at that point, who knows? Now, if you remember, I think this was also sometime early in January, it was reported that Canyon Seaman had been released. Mm-hmm. Seaman had been released was the story. Ah. And then uh, all of a sudden, uh, it turns out uh, Seaman was not released. That was kind of mm. weird. It's like, rarely do you have an And the thing about, listen, you get stories, and then it turns out that the stories are not true. But the interesting uh, story when it comes to Seaman being released is that this was a story that was talked about by all sorts of people within WWE. Like, it wasn't an internet rumor, and then WWE immediately shut it down. It was like it, the story got out, and everybody in WWE was talking about, like, oh, who's going to replace Seaman, et cetera, et cetera. Well, then all of a sudden it turns out, oh, he's not released. And I was immediately thinking, wait a second, this is weird. Because this was a discussion point within the company, and now you're saying that Seaman is not released. Well, then a few weeks later, Seaman is, in fact, released after a long delay. So uh, that's the story, and uh, it is it is strongly believed that uh, this stems from, and you could probably go back and, and put these pieces together, but I'm pretty sure that the reason that Seaman was released was this Adam Cole contract situation here. So then we have what everyone always gets into when these stories come out. Oh, my God, he must be going to AEW. And obviously there's a reason people think that Adam Cole would be going to AEW. Number one, he is uh, dating their uh, women's champion, Britt Baker. And, of course, he's been in NXT for like four straight years, and there seems to be no rush to bring him up to the main roster. And I would think... And listen, I'm saying this as the biggest fan of Adam Cole. My guess is that he would go to the main roster and they would do zilch with him. I would hope he would not be running after the 24-7 title. But I have, I have learned my lesson about having any confidence in anybody being called up from NXT. So, of course, when you hear all that, you think, well, obviously he's going to immediately go to AEW. Well... The thing you also have to realize about Adam Cole is that uh, he is a huge fan of Shawn Michaels and Triple H, and they are running NXT, okay? So I have no idea what he's going to do. Like, I've heard forever that he's working with his childhood idols, and he's there, and he's working with Shawn Michaels, and Shawn Michaels loves Adam Cole, and they push Adam Cole. So... I don't know what he's going to do, and I don't know what they're going to offer him because this is one of those things where they have to be embarrassed. Remember, like, uh, it was 2008 or something like that when uh, The Rock's contract expired, and they literally said it was a clerical error that The Rock's contract expired. Now, of course, there was no AEW then. It was not like Rock is going to go to 
impact. But, I mean, they had egg on their face. And the word getting out here, that was another famous example from the 90s, but the word getting out that um, Adam Cole's contract expired and we didn't know, they look like fools. So I don't know what they're going to offer the guy. I don't know what what they're going to try to do to keep him. And as noted, I mean, he likes the people that he is working with. So I don't know. It is not a foregone conclusion that Adam Cole is going to go to AEW. But, my God, I mean, how do you how do you let Adam Cole's contract expire and not know about it until it's already occurred? They got a problem with dotting I's and crossing T's up there. How did they let Tommy Enns? Malachi Black's deal, uh, the the 90 days actually was 30. Why didn't they, you know, tighten that one up before it happened? I Look, I Adam Cole, maybe this is the reason that he's been in this feud with Kyle O'Reilly. Kept wondering, okay, why is this happening again? Because if it doesn't work out, he lays down for his friend Kyle and exits stage right. You know, maybe that's what the deal is. I, I don't know, but he is a guy that has got a lot of options, doesn't he? made his bones in ring of honor you think they would somebody there would poke somebody to say hey let's 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 get him in here you know new japan uh he he looked good over there when he was there you know he and hangman page you know people talked about the young bucks and kenny omega and you know there there were lots of guys who haven't been working new japan but you know adam cole and, and hangman page i appreciated them in new japan i hope they make their way back and if he leaves wwe he can go ahead and do that so I don't know what his plans are going to be, but he has got everything he wants at his fingertips, and he has got a spouse that is, I'm sure, making good money, who has got a a real honest-to-God dental practice and a dental job that she works too. So this guy's security level, I mean, good for him. Uh, the, the world is his oyster right now. So however he chooses, it, it's going to be something that he wants to do, not something that he has to do, and I think that's really cool. After nearly 10 years in his latest run with the company, Ric Flair both reportedly requested and obtained his release from WWE. Fightful and Wrestling Inc. first reported the news. No reason was given for why he wanted his release. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) I don't want to talk for Ric Flair, okay? Woo! But they don't do jack with the guy. Woo! You know anything about Ric Flair? If Ric Flair had his way, like, he'd be champion right now. He'd be the heel champion. (laughs) And, and, I mean, you know, from there, uh, there are layers of what he would like to do. But, I mean, they do nothing with him. And the last thing they did with him was a storyline that I think it's it's pretty public that he thought was stupid. The whole thing with uh, Lacey Evans and she was pregnant and they teased he was the father and they backed away from it. Like, well, let's not act like that dude didn't like looking at Lacey Evans. Okay? Dude, he didn't like this and Charlotte didn't like this. Yeah, and I'm like sure it. Lacey probably wasn't thrilled with it, although she was in a in a pushed position. <laughs> so, I mean, you can put all of this together. It shouldn't be a mystery why Ric Flair would want out if, I mean, here's the thing, everybody. I'm not saying he's going to AEW. I don't know. I don't know what they would offer him. I mean, it's true. You can't just hire everybody, okay? But do you remember the last Legends Night that WWE ran? Do you remember how they treated their legends at Legends Night? Let me find my night vision goggles. Do you remember how they treat all of their legends? 
Now look at how AEW treats their legends. And you're confused as to why maybe Ric Flair would not prefer to be in WWE? Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Angie's List is now Angie. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or you're planning your dream renovation, Angie connects you with top local pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, compare quotes, and book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com. And for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot htm. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 That's 800-754-4531. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. So a friend told me about Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and his exact words were, it changed my life. I used to spend a ridiculous amount of time trying to remove tomato sauce from inside our microwave and soap scum off the bathtub. It's like seriously magic and my secret weapon for cleaning the kitchen, bathroom, doors and walls and even keeping my sneakers clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Greatest invention ever. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, the unicorn of cleaning. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Two quick things right here based on the uh, chat. Uh, First off, I'll probably forget the other one, but uh, Ric Flair. I mentioned you guys see how WWE treats their legends, and then you know a couple of people here. Oh well, you know they beat up Arn and oh come listen, on, bro, really, please. It's not about legends being beaten up or not beaten up. 
If you're an on-screen manager in AEW, yeah, every now and then you're going to get beaten up. But did you watch Legends Night? Did you watch the storyline that they did with the Big Show on Legends Night? Big Show was emasculated, humiliated by Randy Orton. He was told that he was old and he was broken down and he couldn't do this anymore. And he was dared by Randy Orton. You got to stand up and do something about it. You're just going to sit there. And he had to sit there. Like, they, it's not about beating someone up for heat in an angle or to continue an angle like Tully and Proud and Powerful. This is humiliating them. You are old. You are useless. You are impotent. You are broken down. You can't do this anymore. Bro, I watched that show and I was like, why would you want to be a legend in this? And next thing you know, uh, Big Show signs with AEW, by the way. I mean, I'm just saying. So uh, there's there's that aspect. The other thing I did remember what I was going to say. The other thing I wanted to mention was uh, Bray Wyatt and uh, Braun Strowman and anybody else that you see cut that did, in fact, have a, a large contract, okay? There's no guarantee that these people are going to go to AEW or New Japan or Impact. Uh, they may go to Qatar. But the point of this is, when you have a large contract and the company is doing cost-cutting, it is not out of the realm of possibility that you will be released and then re-signed at a lower deal. So I, if the Bray Wyatt situation, uh, at the end of the day, was more about cost-cutting than a health issue, then don't think they can't renegotiate the guy's deal. If it is a health issue, then he's probably not going back to WWE if he can't work. Now, the other aspect of that is health issues aside, I mean, if you have a health issue, it's not, you know, oh, let's fire the guy. So it probably was, at the end of the day, more about uh, the size of his contract than whatever health issue he had. But again, there was a health issue that had kept him off TV for quite a while. You know, this was mentioned in the chat and mentioned it during the break as well, too. You know, want a fantasy book a moment. You know, if Ric Flair goes to AEW, Arn's there, Tully's there. I just saw a, a thing with Lex Luger, uh, with Ron Simmons and somebody else, RVD, I think it was, you know, where it's like, there's Lex. And I know Dean Malenko's got Parkinson's, Mongo McMichael, we, you know, he's, you know, in, in rough shape. And I don't know if you can get everybody together in Chicago, but you're going to have multiple chances to be there. And it would be great if they could actually put something together, get a picture with kind of everybody there. JJ, bring him in, you know, everybody that was a horseman at, at one point there. It would actually be kind of a nice thing because, I don't know, I'm old and I'm nostalgic that way. And as people get older and as times move on, you know, I think it would be a nice thing maybe to get one more time just because you have the ability to do it. Got some other notes here. New Japan reveal the full lineups for the eight Summer Struggle shows no Okada on the show, no Tanahashi on the show. Tanahashi, obviously, is going to be uh, working in uh, the U.S. He's got the uh, New Japan Resurgence show, which is August 14th. Okada is scheduled to face Jeff Cobb at the MetLife Dome on September 4th. As we have uh, talked about before, John Moxley is going to face somebody from New Japan, 
at the All Out show. I'm pretty confident it is not going to be Tanahashi. And obviously it's not going to be Okada because he's working on the Summer Struggle shows. So who it's going to be, I don't know. A lot of the American talent is, or I'm sorry, the foreign talent. I shouldn't say American. Jay White's not American. But a lot of the foreign talent uh, is in America right now. Uh, Jay White obviously is uh, working for Impact. And uh, actually many of them are going to be working for Impact and New Japan Strong. Uh, David Finley, Juice Robinson. So I would guess, I don't know this, but I'm just looking at the available... I would guess that if somebody is working Impact or New Japan Strong, they would be in the running to be Moxley's opponent at All Out. I don't know who it's going to be. Uh, Moxley and a mystery partner will be facing the Good Brothers at the Resurgence show. Who his partner is, I do not know. Uh, Right now we've got Jay White versus David Finley for the Never Openweight title. Lance Archer, Hiroshi Tanahashi for the U.S. title. Moxley and a mystery partner versus the Good Brothers. Fred Rosser, Rocky Romero, and Wheeler Yuta versus Clark Connors, Ren Narita, and TJP. Carl Fredericks versus Alex Coughlin. I cannot help but notice that our own Filthy Tom has not been announced for this show yet, but he is the New Japan Strong Openweight Champion, so he should be on this show. Maybe we'll ask him on the show today so he'll give me a non-answer. But anyway, that's August 14th. <laughs> so Maybe New go. Japan will bring in JoJo Offerman to be the ring announcer. Well, she is uh, no longer with WWE either, although she has not been for a long time. So I guess she would be available. Tonight on Raw, Bill Goldberg is appearing on the show. I'm sure to answer or challenge probably, I guess, uh, Lashley again. Matt Riddle is facing Omos. Excellent. Excellent. Come on, man. We have got Nikki. Imagine the possibilities. Nikki Ash versus Charlotte Flair in a non title, no holds barred match. Non title, no holds barred. And uh, likely the return of Randy Orton as well. I got to say, by the way. So uh, John Cena is facing Roman Reigns at SummerSlam after a preposterous angle on SmackDown. If you'd like me to review that show, I I can. But I'll be reviewing it later today with Filthy Tom. But anyway, uh, very little chance that uh, John Cena beats Roman Reigns because he's immediately going to film a movie. But I would say, I would suspect... That with uh, Ric Flair leaving WWE, and uh, I would guess probably at some point appearing for AEW, John Cena's got to win that title one more time at some point. Well. Even if it's for a day. Maybe he could win the Money in the Bank briefcase, cash in, win it, and then lose it like the next day. Anyway. Nah, nah. Look, look, you got plenty of time for that. As long as he remains upright, there'll be a chance for him to win that title in the next three years, maybe. It's not like they're going to stop bringing him back when they need him. So, And if not that, you do have Charlotte, who, of course, at some point will break whatever record that John Cena may break along the way. Uh, a couple of notes from some TV this weekend. I won't review the entire show, but 
The Roman Reigns John Cena segment on SmackDown is ridiculous. Roman Reigns, they announce a contract signing. They announce they announce a contract signing and a Rey Mysterio Jimmy Uso match. They do not announce that John Cena is going to be on the show. They do not announce the return of Sasha Banks. Now, granted, I know that every now and then you want to do a surprise. That's fine. But, like, if you're not going to announce Sasha, announce John Cena. Now, I had a couple people on Twitter. Oh, they did announce John Cena. I'm not talking local advertising. I'm not talking uh, you, you printed it out and put it on your refrigerator, the list of dates that John Cena was going to work that you found on the Internet. I'm talking they're on national over-the-air broadcast television. You didn't announce that John Cena was going to be on the show this week. Nor did Dumb. you announce it in your email blitz in the afternoon. So Dumb. shut up about it. You didn't announce the guy. So anyway, they go to do the contract signing. Roman Reigns and Finn Balor. Roman Reigns buries Finn Balor. First he says, you know, John Cena said that, he's, he's, uh, that I'm dodging him. Because when he says that, he's burying you, Finn Balor. Roman Reigns, who dodges everybody, then says, I'd be happy to face you, Finn Balor. Oh, my God. Poor Finn Balor has to sit there like a lump during this entire thing. Finn Balor goes to sign. He's attacked by Happy Corbin. He's beaten up, and we never see Finn Balor again. He just drops off the face of the earth. Corbin goes to sign because he's in poverty. He didn't save his money. And he wants to uh, try to get this title match so he can earn some money. But John Cena comes out and he beats up Baron Corbin. And John Cena in a Sharpie signs a contract with Finn Balor's name on it. To their minor credit, the announcers are like, this can't be legal. Well, they go backstage and Adam Pearce says, and this is almost a direct quote. Well, I see Roman Reigns' signature. And I see John Cena's signature. So this is enough. This is good enough for me. That's how they got. That is how they got to this match. We also had the return of Sasha Banks, who returned, turned babyface, and turned heel all on one show. In an hour! She shows up. She saves Bianca Belair. They hug. They cheer. They announce a tag match in the main event. They win the tag match. Sasha then turns on Bianca and puts her in her move, and uh, Bianca does so. That's the uh, SummerSlam match. Return, turn babyface, and turn heel in one hour. Nitro. Yeah. I want to mention a couple of things from the Impact show as well. Do you know who I am a real big fan of that doesn't get enough a press moose. This moose is really good. I mention this every time, but every time I see him, I am more impressed. They had a moose-Chris Sabin match. And, of course, they did moose and Chris Sabin at Slammiversary. And Chris Sabin won. So, you know, he beat moose. So the obvious question is, well, where are you going to go with Chris Sabin? Well, the answer is back to moose. They did a rematch here, and moose won. So the, the win by Sabin was not to set up Saban going anywhere. It was just because we're going to do a series of matches with Moose and Chris Saban. If you want to say, oh, what a waste, you can, but it's not a waste to me because these matches are really good. They had a very good match in the main event. Chris Saban's been great forever, but uh, if you've not seen Moose of late, 
This guy is a very good worker. He's got very good presence. He's got very good promos. This guy, he's good. So anyway, they had a very good main event there. We also had, of course, uh, the debut on Impact of Jay White. He debuted on Impact. Jay White! He, like, debuted in a wrestling match. And uh, they proceeded to uh, beat him and Chris Bay. Not sure that's exactly how I would have done that, but uh, that's what they did. And uh, they'll be doing another series of matches. Uh, we got some more matches announced. The sorriest. Although, you know what? I hope Chris Bay gets something out of this, which is more gigs on strong and, and maybe an appearance or two in New Japan proper when things open up. I like him a lot. And uh, we also had a backstage brawl. It was Finn Juice. They're attacked by Jay White. They're attacked by Chris Bay. And uh, we've got some more stuff coming up. That That is, it is not over. I wouldn't have beaten Jay White. And they didn't beat Jay White. They beat Chris Bay. But his team lost. I I would have, uh, I would have done something different. But that's what they did. And uh, we got to do a break. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy Pet Joy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800 846 2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. 
call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Okay, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Uh, traditional, uh, I can't even read all this, but a guy on the uh, tw- the chat here says, 50-50 booking, 50-50 done right. Yeah, here's the thing with the wrestling, everybody, okay? Here's my old man wisdom of the day. Don't hit the glass table really hard. The other wisdom I would like to spout here is that there's a lot of stuff in wrestling that people hate that, in fact, is not inherently bad. Dude, it's okay to do 50-50 booking once in a while. It's okay to have somebody run in for the DQ every now and then. It's okay to hit somebody with a belt for a cheap DQ every now and then. You know what? It's okay trying to think of the most uh, abhorrent finish that people can can think of of late a dusty finish which uh it's okay to do a dusty finish every now and then there's no finish there's no booking that done once or a few times is inherently horrible i'm sure you could think of something you can make up something russo did but the point of this is if you 50 50 95 percent of your roster it sucks because nobody gets over But if you don't 50-50 most of your roster, but you have one feud where they just trade wins back and forth and ultimately build to a blow-off and one person wins, that's fine. It's called a rubber match. There's nothing wrong with an occasional 50-50 program. And I am enjoying this 50-50 program with uh, Moose and Chris Saban. And hey, if they need to give Moose something to do, until Kenny Omega loses the AW title, and then Moose can beat Kenny Omega for the TNA title, I'm all for it. Because as somebody noted here, Moose, says Nico of Death, needs to be the one to beat Omega. I'd agree with that. We're out of time. Tonight, Filthy Tom Lawler, WrestlingObserver.com, Video.F4WOnline.com, Stardom, SmackDown, and New Japan Strong. So check it out, everybody. Thanks for listening, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, we'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.